And hello everyone and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I am Vic Batista along with Nathan Jones and yes, we are transmitting live from our station. And of course, we want every one of you to stay tuned and be part of today's program, especially those of you following us via social media, via Facebook and the like as we're going to be talking about Bible prophecy and AI or artificial intelligence. We see technology is moving at a net breaking speed, but where is all that leading us to? Where are we headed? We're going to talk about that in today's program, myself and Nathan Jones. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for the technology you've given us today. Lord, it's made it easier. I guess it's also made it difficult too. But uh, Lord, what we praise you for is that it helps us to reach people we've never been able to reach for with your message of your salvation. And we pray for all those that's reaching today who are tuned in. Lord, we just praise you for them. We ask that may we may grow in our relationship with you. In your precious and wonderful name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Nathan Jones. Again, you're tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about Bible prophecy and AI, artificial intelligence. And today's program is sponsored by Calvary Broward, Calvary Aventure, and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information here on www.tway.tv. Hey, if you find yourselves in the area, we'd love for you to drop by and be part of our ministry. Just give us a call at 305-992-9537 and we'll share more information regarding our ministry. But of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones. Nathan, it's great to have you on the program. I am so happy to be here again another week where they go by quickly, don't they? They sure do. Well, And you and I were talking about that earlier. We were like, really? Another week has already passed? And we just get younger, Nathan, right? Oh, every day. Yeah, much younger. <laughs> you know, I start feeling bad about that, thinking, man, we're getting older and older. I, I am encouraged by the fact that we are eternal creatures. The Lord has granted us eternal life thanks to his death on the cross. And so, praise the Lord, uh, when we're 20,000 million years old, we'll still think of ourselves as young. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Well, Nathan, we are very excited, and you and I will always have a lot of fun in our programs, and that's because God is always doing some wonderful things uh, via the ministries that God has to, God allows us to be part of, and of course, we also um, want to share that excitement with people, and uh, I would love for you to share just briefly regarding your ministry, your contact information, uh, in case someone is tuning in for the first time so they can see all of what Christ in Prophecy is all about. Well, certainly. My name is Nathan Jones. I'm an associate evangelist and web minister with Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we do that in quite a number of different ways, primarily through our television show, Christ in Prophecy, which is broadcast all over the world on the major networks and internet streaming. Uh, we also have a website at lamblion.com or christinprophecy.org. And that website is just filled with videos, articles, uh, newsletters you can sign up for, social networks. We just want to teach you all about God's prophetic word. So check us out, landline.com or christinprophecy.org. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. And for those of you that are watching us live, you can check that out. They are a wonderful website filled with incredible information to help you grow in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. So Nathan, I'm excited about that. Nathan, you and I, have we have done a lot of programs together throughout the years. You and I are two technical geeks, right, Nathan? <laughs> oh, 
I'll say, uh, and I was really uh, admiring all the robots that you had going on the screen behind you. I, I've seen all those movies, and I think <laughs> it shows and proves what a technique I really am. I'm like, yep, I know what that movie is, and that movie, and that movie. <laughs> I figure you would. That's why I put those back there. <laughs> oh, they're great. Well, you know, you're, you're a cool guy, unlike me, so people don't know that you're a techie. You fix technology in hospitals to save people's lives. So, and you, you, you mix the tech and cool all into one. Well, praise the Lord. Well, Nathan, you know that you and I know that technology is a powerful tool. And when it's used properly, it can really be, your, be a wonderful tool for evangelism. And you and I have been involved uh, in using these tools for many, many years. Uh, you are a web minister. You minister to uh, over a billion or billions of people out there, millions of people uh, weekly because of the use of technology. And, of course, we know it's a powerful tool. So uh, when we say that we're technical uh, geeks, uh, we, we, for the most part, we use it for the right reasons. Right, Nate? <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I, I really honestly believe that the Lord has given us these fantastic communication pieces in our time to help get the gospel out quickly. I mean, Jesus is coming soon. There's many signs of the end times that point to a soon return, technology being one of them. And I believe the Lord is using it to get the gospel out all over the world. And then the end will come, as the Bible says. Absolutely. And Nathan, one of the things is when people, people think that the Bible is archaic, that it doesn't have any relevance for today, but you and I know that as we look around in the times that we're living in, we see Bible prophecy unfolding right before our eyes. And much of it, we see it through technology. And as a matter of fact, uh, in the book of Revelation, as we're going to uh, be going there, Revelation chapter 13, there's this incredible passages that people read on and they go, what exactly is that? But it actually reads like today's newspaper. It actually reads like the technology of today when we talk about artificial intelligence. So the Bible does have a lot to say in terms of the development of technology. And we're going to be looking at that in Revelation chapter 13, primarily uh, verse 15. So we want to encourage anyone that is watching or listening, get your Bibles ready, follow along with us as we take you in this wonderful journey uh, in artificial intelligence, uh, uh, biblical prophecy uh, and technology. So Nathan, would you be able to take us there to Revelation chapter uh, 13 and maybe give us a little bit of a background before we jump to verse 15 as to what exactly is going on there in case someone is not familiar uh, with our topic. Revelation 13 uh, goes into more detail about two characters that play, play primarily in what's called the tribulation time period, say seven-year time period where God will pour out his judgment on the earth, and it's also a time period where Satan rules more of the earth than he ever has, and he does it through two men. One, the, who the Bible calls the Antichrist, or the beast from the sea, and he's got a uh, second-in-command, a, a false prophet, who Revelation 13 also calls the beast from the earth. So this chapter, Revelation 13, gives a lot more details about who those men are, uh, what are some of the nefarious schemes, and what they're trying to accomplish. Mm. Excellent point. Thank you so much, Nathan. And yeah, if you can take us there, Nathan, we would love for you to be able to uh, open us up these scriptures. And then, of course, we'd love for those of you that are watching and listening to uh, follow along with us. Well, certainly. Uh, let's skip over the Antichrist in the first half, and let's focus in on yeah. the false prophet. Because the false prophet does things in the name of the Antichrist, who primarily is uh, controlled by Satan. He's possessed right. by Satan. So this is what the false prophet will do during the tribulation. Verse 11, 
And I saw another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it who worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, mm. that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as who would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all those small, great, rich, and poor, free, and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who understands calculate the number of the beast. Four is the number of man. His number is six, six, six. Wow. Nathan, this is a, a very a powerful passage. It has a lot in here. Now, Nathan, one of the, 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 the words that I noticed there a few times is that is the image. Now, you and I know in the Old Testament, in the book of uh, Daniel, there was another uh, image, right, Nathan, uh, that, that was made. But that image was quite different than this one, right? Yes, back in Daniel's time, around uh, 530 to 580 B.C., there was a great image, a super statue, 90 feet tall, made by a king with a bigger ego than any politician we have today. And this guy wanted people to bow down and worship to a statue of himself. And he would play these instruments, and all the people were to bow down and worship. And that's where we get the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were... Three friends of Daniel's, uh, who was the prophet at the time, and they refused to bow down to the statue. They would only bow down to the God of heaven. And so uh, they were thrown in the fiery furnace, but as we read, the angel of the Lord comes and rescues them, and Nebuchadnezzar then realizes that there is a God in heaven, and he alone should be worshipped. Well, that story will play out again in the future. During this tribulation time period, uh, about halfway into the tribulation, the false prophet will make a statue of the Antichrist. And people are meant to worship this statue and worship its master, Satan, instead of the God of heaven and Jesus Christ. And so this is where we get the repurposing of that story. It, it will happen again. And just like Nebuchadnezzar would kill anyone who wouldn't worship the statue of him, the false prophet will kill anybody who refuses to worship the statue of the Antichrist. But there's something definitely different between this statue and Nebuchadnezzar's statue, and I'm sure you're going to tell us. <laughs> well, Nathan, for <laughs> one, this statue is going to speak. And, and of course, in some, and, and throughout history, people have thought, well, how is that going to be possible? And of course, it might have seemed impossible maybe 50 years ago, right, Nathan? Before modern technology came into play. But surely you and I know that it's quite possible uh, uh, today. Uh, another one, Nathan, another one of those prophecies that we talked about was uh, Revelation 11, was the two witnesses that were going to be killed. And the Bible says that the whole world was going to be able to see them. And, and uh, at, a, at one time, people thought, well, how can that happen? But you and I know that that's very possible today, right? Yeah, there's a second story in Revelation where Jesus will have two witnesses who preach from Jerusalem for three and a half years, and they will be 
uh, finally killed by the Antichrist halfway through the tribulation. Their bodies will lie in the streets for three and a half days. No one will bury them. The evil of the world will celebrate over their death. They won't even grant them a burial. Right. But then they will be resurrected and they will be raptured up to heaven. And that the Bible says in Revelation 11 that the whole world will watch this. Right. Well, you know, before satellite technology, the whole world could not possibly have watched the two witnesses be resurrected. So again, there's the technology. Like you said, the, the statute was created to, to speak and cause men who not worship to, to be killed. It seems to have an image. Uh, what are some of the things that you believe then the statue will be? Well, Nathan, I, I, I think, well, for one, I do believe it's going to be a, a satanic uh, uh, deception of, of, the, of, of the devil. You know what I mean? And he's going to, of course, uh, empower this image uh, spiritually also to be able to do that it's going to do. But, I mean, there's a lot of thoughts behind it. I mean, today we have holograms. Those are like Star Wars, right? <laughs> you remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, three free PO and, and uh, you know his counterpart there where they, where they had an image of I think it was Leah uh, right and, and some people talk about uh, all these incredible things that that could be possible but I, I think Nathan that it's going to be a, a combination of a demonic uh, uh, deception and also probably modern technology yeah I mean statues that are made of stone just don't get up and speak they right. don't send fire down they uh, they don't kill people, and so you got to wonder, what is that? I, I don't know if you remember the, the old Schwarzenegger movie from the 80s, Conan the Destroyer. Yes. And the whole movie was about getting this magic horn, and you stuck it in the statue, and all of a sudden the statue would become alive, and it was this god. And within five minutes, Conan had ripped the horn off, and it was dead. And it was kind of, okay, so much for that. This will be a little harder. This is a, a statue that, I mean, sure, there could be some satanic possession of it, but, you know, stone doesn't move no matter how much it's possessed. Right. Wood doesn't move no matter how much possessed. This thing has the capability of moving, of talking, and so there's quite a number of technology that might be involved in it. For one, the fire. You know, it, it shoots fire down from the sky right. and kills people. Well, you know, that could mean all sorts of pyrotechnic type technologies. We could be talking about a satellite-based laser system. Right. Uh, so there's, you know, that might explain the fire. I have flamethrowers built into it. And yeah. somehow it can yeah. shoot fire. And uh, then it moves, means that, that it has joints and all. If it's right. not human, then, you know, you could easily make something with joints if it's robotics. Yes. Or more so, and you're seeing this more and more commonly now, is the use of holograms, a holographic image. It could exactly. be a recording of the Antichrist that moves, uh, have its voice and personality. The Vocaloid technology already exists. Japan is really big on creating Vocaloid yeah. technology that takes voices and you can program it to speak. If there's a computer intelligence behind it, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's pre-programmed to respond to different things. And right. I, I don't know if we're going to get to artificial intelligence like a Terminator <laughs> and, uh, you know, or the singularity, which they, which, you know, scientists talk about where AI gets so smart it decides to kill mankind and take over, right. just like the creation story. You know, I don't know, but clearly the technology is there yeah. to create something that appears alive, that seems to have the breath of life, Absolutely. and that people worship. I, I mean, if you just saw the last uh, Captain America movie or Avengers right. movie, there's a robot that's alive in there too, right? Absolutely. And Nathan, and throughout the years, we've seen uh, Hollywood uh, just uh, uh, inundate us 
uh, with this uh, artificial intelligence robots Terminator, uh, uh, of course, uh, Bill, uh, Will Smith, uh, those of you that are watching on the screen. And, and I believe there's something to it, Nathan. Robotics today is so amazing, especially in Japan and other countries where there's like humanoids. I mean, these, these uh, uh, artificial intelligence robotic uh, uh, creations, you can't even tell them apart anymore. Uh, it reminds me of the movie Blade Runner back in 1980. I don't know if you saw that one. I'm dating myself here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Daryl <laughs> Hannah was a, a robot. Uh, uh, yes, and uh, they're making a new one. Uh, it's supposed to come out in the next year or so. There'll be another Blade Runner. You mentioned uh, Will Smith. He was in iRobot, which is an Isaac Asimov book. All these different books and movies that portray that our technology will be eventually so good that it will replace us. And, you know, that's, that's just going back to the, the fall story where mankind believed they could be God yeah. and could take down God and replace him. So we believe that someday a comeuppance is coming, a robot will come and replace us. But, you know, the, the image of the Antichrist is worshipped, but it doesn't mean that it replaces the Antichrist. It doesn't yes. replace the false prophet. It doesn't replace Satan. It's meant to be an idol. But it's more than just the idols of old that were stone and wood and silver and gold. It does. It moves. It talks. It, it shoots fire. It, it has power. So there's definitely a lot of technology involved there. Exactly. And Nathan, and that's why what we're looking at here in Revelation chapter 15, this is something totally different than other uh, uh, types that we've seen in the Bible. This is really something more uh, to the caliber of our times in which we're living in, uh, especially right now. They have pet robots uh, for the home. Uh, the, I mean, it's just amazing. And, and they talk back, they communicate. So it's not impossible for this image of the beast that we're talking about here uh, to uh, be uh, present uh, in, in, during our time. Well, when you talk about pet robots, you talking about a Roomba? Yeah, they actually have uh, pet robots uh, for the homes uh, that oh, I... okay. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of Roomba, you know, it's that vacuum cleaner, oh, no. robot vacuum cleaner. It sits in your closet and then it comes out. It's, it's like a dust buster, it doesn't suck up much. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're talking about robotics. Uh, it's, uh, Japan, I know, is desperate to create. Uh, they're kind of creepy looking right now. They are. Plastic, <laughs> but, you know, they, they look like, like you know, robot women. I don't know what the discussion is with Japanese guys making robot women. But yeah, they're, they're coming out there. Now, I don't know if the, the image of the Antichrist will be a robot or a hologram, but, or if, you know, and I've even heard people seen from back in the 50s were saying, well, it's just a TV show. They're worshiping his image. In other words, they're worshiping the Antichrist as he appears on television. And uh, there might be something to that. You know, we might be getting ahead of ourselves and saying, oh, you know, it needs to be a stationary piece of technology that resides sitting in the temple in Jerusalem that the Antichrist desecrates. But Daniel, uh, excuse me, John in Revelation could be simply referring to the Antichrist image seems alive on television. Sure. And people worship it every time they see the television. Now, what the fire is or something, I don't know how that works into it, but yeah. again, it still requires technology, right? Absolutely, and Nathan, and I believe that that's what we want our audience, those that are watching and listening right now to recognize, is that what we're talking about here is something that could only be possible really uh, just in our time. Uh, this, was th this was something that if you would have asked me uh, 40, 50 years ago, I would have said it was very hard uh, to believe, but now you can explain this to any child and they're like, oh yeah, I see that right there. I see that on TV all the time. So this is why we believe, Nathan, that we're seeing Bible prophecy being fulfilled right before our eyes. I mean, we talked about 
smartphone devices, Nate, right? Uh, we have iPads, we have iPhones. I mean, some of these devices, they actually talk back to us, Siri, right? <laughs> oh yeah, you got now uh, in the house, you got Echo and um, Cortana and a few others where you, you talk to it and it adjusts your lights or orders you pizza. Or <laughs> there you go. You know, the technology's primitive, but it's, it's definitely increasing. And you've probably heard the Internet of Things, the idea that the Internet Connect. will be integrated into every device. And, yes. You know, your refrigerator will be a smart refrigerator. It'll It'll keep track of what you have in there, an expiration date. It'll right. email you when you're running a, a yogurt, and it'll take pictures of what's going on in there. And I mean, that's where the future is going. The Internet of Things is, is getting huge, and the idea is that eventually yeah. all our technology will be integrated and work together. Now, that's a great when it comes to convenience, but think if, if, if a level of force had the opportunity to shut it all off. Exactly. Your whole life was dependent on... And that's what we read about in the rest of Revelation 13 with the mark of the beast, where the Antichrist will require all the people of the planet to have his name or number, 666, mm -hmm. written on the right hand or the forehead. Now, people can't buy or sell unless they take that mark. Now, sure, I can walk into a grocery store and they look at his head, and if he doesn't have the mark, well, you know, they're not going to sell. But this is something definitely deeper, because we see a world that's based on banking for its finance, that's going cashless so that we can't buy things without banks being involved. Brother, I, I really think that it, what the market of the beast is talking about is something that's tied to e-commerce. Yes. Whether the mark on the skin is a scannable uh, uh, ink or there's a, some people worry about a microchip being embedded in the skin under the, the mark, but it has some kind of technology base where all that the government has to do is just turn off your access, freeze your accounts, and then you start to death. And that's what the Antichrist does to force the world yeah. to worship him. And Nathan, and that's a very good point you made. I mean, right now with this reverse technology that they have, and you talked about the Internet of Things, it's very easy to turn things around, lock your accounts, your whole history, everything else, and force you really uh, to be at the mercy of whoever's controlling this uh, technological system. And I don't know about you, Nathan, but if I don't have my ATM card today, uh, I'm going to be out of luck because I don't really carry cash anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, just forget your password four times and <laughs> see how well you get in your bank account. I mean, it's that easy. We hear about governments all the time doing uh, warfare, waging warfare against uh, yes. individuals and other nations through electronic warfare. And they do that through finances. What we saw uh, recently with the WannaCry virus. Yes. The WannaCry virus infected, it was targeted towards hospitals. I mean, th this is awful. And it would hold the hospitals um, yeah. hostage. Yes. And if they didn't pay something like $300,000 to get the virus, the uh, cure to the virus, the hospitals couldn't have access to their own computer systems. I mean, it was awful. Can you imagine yeah. how many people might have died or did die from yeah. that? Well, Nathan, as electric warfare, and you know, and, and now, no, no, I'm saying you, exactly what you're saying hits home. That's my full-time job is healthcare industry, and we they just sent out an alert this week regarding uh, safeguarding our computers and being careful because of this malware. And yeah, millions of people can be affected. Records you can't properly diagnose things. I mean, it, it's a very serious thing that we're talking about here. 
Did, uh, I, I mean, you're definitely tied into that one of Christ thing more than uh, yeah. we are here in, a, in an evangelism ministry. Absolutely. I mean, did, have you heard any accounts where people might have died because of that? No, most of what we're understanding was more over in the Europe, but we are, it's an alert here as well. It's primarily the older computers like Windows XP and those type of computers that, that can still be uh, attacked because there's a lot of programs running uh, healthcare industries uh, still using XP. So yeah, that, these are, everybody's like on a red alert uh, even right now uh, in terms of that. Well, imagine if a hacker can hold your computer ransom so you can't, do the basic functions you need to do. Imagine a world that's totally economically cashless, exactly. that depends on electronic transfers, and you don't get with the system. You don't vote for the right candidate. You don't worship the Antichrist. He shuts it off. Where are you going to get food? What are you going to do? Now, I'm not trying to scare anybody in this day and age because there is no mark of the beast in this day and age. The mark of the beast right. is for the tribulation time period, and not even the first half. The Revelation 13 is clear. The timing is the second half of the tribulation. So Christians won't even be here. We will be raptured off this earth, taken to heaven before then. So nobody can take a mark of the beast today. But those yes. saved during the tribulation, they're going to have to decide. Now, the Bible says repeatedly in Revelation that if people take the mark of the beast, they have given up on their salvation. There is no chance for them. They're going to hell no matter what. And so it's very serious uh, when this happens that no one pledges allegiance to the Antichrist. Because that's really what the mark of the beast is. It's a pledge of allegiance yeah. to the Antichrist. But folks today cannot not take the mark of the beast. Exactly. And, you, and Nathan, that's a very good point that you just made because we don't want people to be uh, freaking out. We do want them to recognize what we're talking about is something that is going to happen in the time of the tribulation. But we see the development of the technology here and now, and if we see the development of the technology here and now, the question is, how, how close are we, right, Nate? Right, right. Well, I believe we're very close, but one of the main reasons I think we're very close isn't just because of the technology, and I do have a, a presentation on our website at ChristInProphecy.org. It's under sermons, and it's about technology and the end times as a sign of the end times. Yes. Check it out. But the last point of the nine different technologies like you had isn't a technology at all, but a limitations to technology. In other words, just how far can technology go? Now, we read in the Bible certain technologies, especially in, say, Daniel 12, where knowledge and travel will increase. Right. But there are limitations to technology. For one, rare metals, the rare metals that we're using to build our computers and other uh, smartphones and all, they're running out. There's just a limited amount of rare metals. Also, space exploration. When you read the Bible, the judgment of the tribulation is all the nations of the earth. It's right. all focused on the earth, not on moon colonies or, or Mars colonies or space stations. All of mankind is still on the earth, so we won't have reached space by this time period. And there's other uh, different uh, limitations to technology, but overall, it seems like biblically we're getting to the end of our rope when it comes to technology, and that in itself is a sign of the end times that points to the soon return of Jesus Christ. Excellent point, Nathan. And of course, for those of you that just tuned in, you tuned into the Truth of Satan, Your Free Bible Prophecy, TV Radio Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about Bible prophecy and AI, artificial intelligence, as we're looking at Revelation chapter 13, 15, this mark of the beast, this image of the beast. And of course, again, for those of you that just tuned in, we would encourage you uh, to take a look at what we're talking about. Look at the Bible and you tell you for yourself, uh, recognize what, what times are we're living in. And this is why it's so crucial that if you don't know Christ, 
to take the time to consider starting a relationship with the Lord because we believe He's coming back very, very soon. And Nathan, you and I, of course, we always approach biblical prophecy from more of a good news approach. Everything that you shared is something that is going to happen in the time of the tribulation. But Nathan, people can be spared from that, right? <laughs> right, right. That's the Bible promises in 1 Corinthians 15 and 1 Thessalonians 4 and many verses yes. that Christians aren't meant to endure that tribulation time period. Christians today aren't meant to have to survive the taking the mark of, or, you know, attempts on our lives and forcing them to take the mark of the beast. Uh, we'll be in heaven. We'll be raptured off this earth during that time. That's right. We won't even know who the Antichrist is, much less what his image, you know, is it a robot, is it a hologram, <laughs> is it something on television, what is it? We won't know. It's not meant for us to know. But, uh, and that's the puppy, man. And we that's know right. that if we are saved, if we have given our life to Jesus Christ and mm-hmm. asked him to forgive us of our sins and be our Savior, then we're saved. We're saved from the tribulation and we're saved from hell. And that's a great blessing, man. The best blessing anybody could ever have. Woo. And that and that is the good news that we want to share with those of you that are watching and listening. If you haven't trusted Christ, you can do so right now, very simply, from wherever you are. You can bow your head or you can pray this simple prayer, just saying, Lord Jesus, I recognize that I am a sinner. God, I've broken your commands. And I, I ask you, Lord, to forgive me for my sins. I want to invite you, Jesus. Right now, wherever I am, to come into my heart, to be my Lord, to be my Savior, and to be my friend. And from this day forth, I want to follow you, Jesus. And it's really that simple. And if you pray a simple prayer like that, hey, the Lord, the Bible promises that he has granted you eternal life by faith. And that's what Nathan and I uh, are talking about. What That's what this program is all about. It's not for you to freak out, for you to be afraid, but for you to have hope that God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life. Right, Nathan? Preach it, Pastor Vince. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're always excited, Nathan, because we, you and I, like I said, there's just a lot of wonderful things that we see happening. And what an encouragement it is, what hope is you offer the church to know that there's more to life than what's here. The whole plan of God is so that we will spend eternity uh, with Him. And that's what I love about what you do, Nathan, all day long uh, as a web minister and just ministering to countless people on the Internet. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate what you do, too. Ministering on the Internet. We see technology can be used for good. Absolutely. So anyway, Nathan, so I really thank you for opening up Revelation chapter 13, especially verse 15 for our viewers and our listeners, and tying that as well there in, in the book of Daniel. And uh, I just want to thank you for those wonderful, encouraging words. And Nathan, for being part of another segment of our program. It's always great to have you on. Great blessed to be on, brother. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. And of course, for the rest of you that are tuned in, we pretty much ran out of time for this segment of the program. So, Big Batista, Nathan Jones saying goodbye. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you. And if you're in need of prayer, our lines will remain open. 305-992-9537 or 321-END-TIME, 321-363-8463. May the Lord bless you. And you guys have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week, Lord willing. And if the rapture happens first, We'll see you in heaven. Have a great day. Thank you, Nathan.